This is Good Hope FM News. Good morning. Five DA councillors in the city of Cape Town have been suspended for alleged misconduct pending a final decision by the DA's Federal Council. The Cape Town Caucus Executive Committee has suspended them after they voted against the preferred candidate for the position of chairperson of the sub-council for Ward 2 in Kreifontein. Chairing a sub-council comes with a salary package of just under a million rand yearly. DA Media Manager Annika Skiapis says the councillors ignored a party directive to vote for Clive Justice and instead voted for Grant Twig. This is a party list system that we operate in. So people endorse the party and it is up to that party to determine based on the merits and the criteria that it holds why a person should hold a particular position. Then that decision was made and was recommended and so it is up to the party to ensure that its determinations are upheld. The Cape Peninsula University of Technology has given its students and parents the assurance that exams which start on Monday next week will take place in a calm environment. Exams at the institution were scheduled to start this past Monday, but was postponed to allow for further preparations. Staff at the university returned to work this week after working from home for nearly a month due to the violent fees must fall protests. CPUT spokesperson Lauren Cansley says exams will take place on various campuses. Exams will now be taking place on campus and not at off-site locations, as was our initial plan. Acting Vice-Chancellor Dr. John Formink has credited the student leadership for successfully mediating between the various members and working together with management to get us to this point. We know students are eager to start the exam period and we wish to assure them and their parents that we are ready and able to go ahead. Arms deal critic Terry Crawford Brown says he's not quitting his battle to win what he calls justice for South Africans over the 1999 multi billion rand arms deal. His application for direct access to the Constitutional Court was dismissed by the country's highest court this week. The Concord said granting the application is not in the public interest. Crawford Brown wanted the court to cancel all of the weapons procurement contracts on grounds that they were marred by fraud, bribery, and corruption. He also wanted the court to set aside the finding of the Savuti Commission of Inquiry that there was no evidence of wrongdoing in the arms deal. Crawford Brown says he is now in consultation with international experts to find an alternative way forward. As far as I'm concerned within South Africa I have uh, exhausted my local remedies. However, in anticipation that the Constitutional Court might not take the case, I have engaged with international lawyers who are specialists and, and uh, highly reputed specializing in international um, corruption and fraud. So uh, we are looking now to take this matter internationally in various jurisdictions, including the United States, Europe. It's emerged that a terminally ill British teenager won a historic legal fight to have a body frozen shortly before she died. This was the hope that she could be brought back to life and cured at a later date. Details of the case, which involved a 14-year-old girl, have just been released. The BBC's Smitha Mundasad reports. The teenager from London suffered a rare form of cancer and had no options left for treatment. She told the High Court judge that she didn't want to die and she believed cryopreservation could give her the chance to be woken up and perhaps cured. The girl took legal action when her father, who had little contact with her, initially refused to support her wishes. The judge ruled that her mother had the power to make arrangements after her daughter's death. 
When the girl died, her body was flown to the US and stored. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Sandra Rosenberg.